a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. Welcome back. Final segment of Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. It's great to be with you today. I am Boyd Matheson. It is always great to be back in the studio uh, after a quick jaunt to our nation's capital and on up to New York City. And, you know, those those trips are always exhausting. They're always brutal. There are a lot of very late nights, very early mornings, and a lot of scrambling in between, uh, including doing the remote broadcast, uh, praying that, you know, the uh, Wi-Fi does not die in the process and that we can stay on the air uh, for the full two hours. But one of the things that uh, always gives me hope coming out of those trips, especially back to our nation's capital, rolling into a 4th of July weekend. We, we often talk about some of the challenges we have in the country, and we'll continue to do that because they're important. They're important conversations, and it's how we actually ensure that freedom continues and that the republic rolls on. And for all of the challenges, for all of the drama, for all of the hyper-partisan bitter stuff that goes on, uh, freedom is still a sweet thing. And America is still an extraordinary place. And we should all remember that rolling into this 4th of July weekend. We know many of you are going to be traveling uh, starting today and tomorrow and on through the 4th. And I hope everybody will take the time to to just stop and step back a little bit and set aside all the politics Set aside whether a certain law passed or didn't pass or that the Supreme Court gave a ruling that you agreed with or disagreed with and just recognize where the the meaning comes from. If you missed earlier in the program, I shared a little bit of my conversation with former Senator Joe Lieberman, former, of course, vice presidential candidate in 2000. And we had a a wide-ranging conversation. We'll share more of that on this show. We're also uh, we'll have some of this on uh, KSL TV 5 coming up on Tuesday or Wednesday of next week, and you can watch for more of that uh, inside conversation. Uh, But the thing that I love about Senator Lieberman, uh, who, uh, as a deeply religious man who practices his Jewish faith, uh, especially when it was difficult, Not, not when it was easy, when it was difficult, because it was part of who he is and part of the way he lived his life. And so the, the principles always mattered. And what didn't matter was whether the principle was being violated by a Democrat or a Republican or an agent, an agency. What mattered was the principle. Because that's where the meaning is. And Senator Lieberman went back Uh, over and over to this idea of the Constitution and the principles. And we talked about everything from uh, one of my favorite principles, the the integrity of compromise, 
that it can be done, that you can come from things from all points on the compass. You can be a liberal or a conservative, a Democrat, a libertarian. You can, you can come from any point on the compass, and you do not have to abandon your principles. And you can come and have a conversation about some policy. And then you can negotiate and you can compromise and you can tweak and you can make better. And we've seen that and we actually do see it more than we ever really know back in our nation's capital. Uh, There is some great work going on. Most of that great work uh, doesn't get reported a whole lot because it's not anger, fear and frustration. Uh, But it is equally important. And Senator Lieberman reminded us over and over again of what that integrity of compromise really looks like. And that's what statesmanship looks like. It's not giving in. It's not squishing out. It's the integrity, the integrity of compromise where you can come to a place. You can come to a space to have conversation and to discuss paths forward and discuss policy. And you may not get everything you want and that's okay. And there are times when you have to walk away and that's okay. But it's leaning in and engaging in the process because that's where the meaning is. Uh, I firmly and passionately believe that the best, the best opportunities for unity are problems. And often they're big problems. Nothing creates space for unity to be fostered and developed and galvanized in a relationship, in a family, in a neighborhood, in a community, or in a country like a really big problem. And we've seen it over the years. We've seen it in the midst of world war. We saw it in the the race to the moon. We see it every day. In communities where we say, wow, there's a big problem. What are we going to do about it? And suddenly you can bring people together who may not even be on speaking terms when it comes to other political issues, but they can set it aside and they can come to the table and they can show up and get something done. And we, we need more of that kind of moonshot kind of spirit in the country. We need to re-tap into that. I think we have it in a lot of our communities, to be honest. Uh, I wish we would report it more, especially nationally. Because there are great individuals and great communities, and we all would be wise, especially rolling into the 4th of July weekend, to remember, to remember community and culture lead. Politics follows. And that does go right back to the beginning and the founding of the country, the very reason we celebrate the 4th of July, the Declaration of Independence. And it's important to note that the Revolutionary War had been going for 15 months before the political leaders sat down and created that document. Now, that is not to diminish in any way, shape, or form the brilliance of the document. The Declaration of Independence was a great galvanizing document. It wasn't a leading document because the leading had already started. The action had already started, and it started in communities. Literally, grabbing some guys out of the local church, Lexington, Concord, 
all of those were very local battles to begin with. They didn't have time to go to central planning. They couldn't wait for some grand strategy to emerge. Uh, It had to be done at the community level. So community and culture lead and the politics follow after, even with the Declaration of Independence, as inspired and inspiring as that document is, was not a leading document. It was was lagging, uh, but it was galvanizing. Uh, It did give the American people something to to lock into in terms of those core principles. And the one thing that I think we have to really keep in mind, again, as we look back to community, to culture, uh, to drive that, uh, it takes me back to something that uh, Rabbi Lord Jonathan Sachs uh, said to me in our interview uh, some time ago before his passing. Uh, He said this, he said, if there's one thing that the great institutions of the modern world do not do, It is to provide meaning. Our institutions don't provide meaning. Science tells us how, but not why. Technology gives us power, but cannot guide how we use that power. The market gives us choices, but leaves us uninstructed as to how to make those choices. The liberal democratic state gives us freedom, to live as we choose, but refuses to guide us how to choose. And then Rabbi Sachs said this. He said, the result is that the 21st century has left us with a maximum of choice and a minimum of meaning. We do have maximum choices, especially here in the United States of America. And we should be grateful for all of those freedoms, from our first freedoms all the way through. Uh, We have maximum choice. But we may have exchanged that for minimum meaning. And as Senator Lieberman shared with us uh, earlier in the program, that it's that meaning. It is that focus and that ability to get back to the principle, because that's where the meaning actually lies. Because that is the power of our constitutional republic. That is what America is really all about. And while people from around the world continue to come here to just get a sense of what freedom is really all about. I'm Boyd Madison. Thanks for listening to Inside Sources. As always, make sure you see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something that'll make a difference. KSL FM Midvale, KSL Salt Lake City. Listen on any smart speaker and in your car at 102.7 FM. KSL News Radio, Utah's all day companion for news. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind, only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. 
Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.